0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 170 are open. This week on the show we're talking about Kadabra, coming back to the Pokemon TCG and a little bit more than that. Not a huge week, but to talk all about that is my best, mate. It's Bryce DeWitt. Hi. <laughs> there
1: you go, man? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, sorry about that delay drawback there. I had to, you know, vibe there for a oh, minute. Oh, you
0: are so close to the drop. You just couldn't let it go. No, no, yeah. I had to no. vibe there for a minute. That's just the, the inner DJ... Inside of you. Yeah. If there was one that ever existed. Yeah. I don't know if there is. You never got into DJ Hero, <laughs> did you? No. 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 Was no. it something you were interested in or Absolutely you are all about that not. guitar?
1: Yeah. It was all about that guitar.
0: Mm. So DJ Hero, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, that would have actually been pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, I already spent that much money on probably multiple guitars by that point. I got the world tour thing with like the drums and all that in. I'm like, oh, I'm not getting more of this stuff. The full kit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, nah, no point, no point. point, zero point, mate. Uh, yeah, just don't do yourself the disservice. No, 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 bad
0: idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, that you know it's a it's been a very very quiet week in the world of Nintendo, but um, you now we've been sort of just catching up, and we actually got a bit of a chance to just chill out before the show and um, playing some games on Xbox. showing Bryce. Uh, how a few games run on the Series X, and Bryce is like, "Well, they uh, they load they quickly. Do.
1: They load fast, and I want mine to get here, which should be tomorrow, hopefully." <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, you got a um a big, a big uh, week with the 4K TV coming in. Oh yeah, new Series X. Mm. Just yeah. really embrace that new generation of gaming. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, we needed a new TV anyway, so it's sort of like, yeah, uh, we've had this one for about. I think five years and it's not dead yet. Like it's still operational, but um, unfortunately since we've had that TV, like the moment we got it, uh, the the buttons on the back don't work. Mm. So (laughs) everything has to be remoted. And to be completely honest with you, the remote is a piece of trash. So it makes things extremely hard. So
0: one doesn't even have buttons on the actual TV itself. So it's, Always no remote yeah. anyway.
1: And I mean I think my my new one's gonna be the same too, but mm. it also comes with a quick remote and a standard remote. So at least I'll have two remotes kicking it around in case something. Well, wow, that's wrong. the
0: future. Two remotes.
1: Yeah, so one's a one's one's got it's like oversimplified. And it's basically just for quick navigating menus and stuff like that. But then you've got one that's got like all your numbers on it and your Netflix button and like all that stuff. So, at least, you know, if Arthur manages to run away with one of them, we're like, well, there's the backup remote in the cabinet, you know, just use that.
0: So Yeah. So, like, yeah, my backup one, because I've got a Sony TV and I'm mostly watching my stuff off my PlayStation 4 anyway. So, the PlayStation turns on and the TV turns on. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes, like, oh, I want to change the volume and... Cannot find the remote, but I've still got the Wii U gamepad <laughs> sitting there. So that's my backup remote, just like the gamepad. Yes, Wii U gamepad. The yeah. MVP. is the MVP. MVP. That's honestly like my favourite thing it does. <laughs> Apart from play, you know. Some decent software. Some decent software, but I really do enjoy that feature. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, so I guess uh, we've got some more serious sort of topics well not topics but things just to bring up before we get into the show mm. so uh in our local area here in south australia there was a very very um serious car crash mm. but uh, resulted in three deaths um of local friends and uh people we know it's really deeply affected our community and uh, the two of us just want to put our condolences and uh, that to the family not that you know we've got very many local listeners or anything yeah um, um
1: yeah I' I, did, I think we, we both agreed just to not throw the names out there of course you know not, yeah. obviously you know mm-hmm. it's uh quite sad and quite tragic and um you know i I knew I knew these people working in bar work um and I would see them quite often and I was very 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 fond of them. Um, they were lovely people, all three, uh, and it's it's hit the community quite hard because they had sort of quite the quite the status here as sort of a family name, I guess. Um, and there are a lot of people hurting at the moment. And if anybody local does listen to this podcast, I guess then you'll more than likely know who we're talking about. But, um, you know, it was an unfortunate circumstance accident. It's very hard to find anyone to blame for the situation, which, you know, you can't really do at the same time. um, A car accident is a car accident, and these things do happen. But if there's anything to take away from it, it's, uh, you know, be responsible and be safe on the road. You never know who's coming in the opposite direction. Um, So yeah i guess uh with all all our condolences to the family um we hope that you can recover from this you know it will always it will always hurt um and uh we're definitely sort of feeling for you guys uh not just us but the whole community is uh in our area so mm. yes
0: Yes, um, definitely in well said. Yeah. Thank you. And the other one is, uh, this is, I guess, a bit more of the content creation or Nintendo community that we've uh, got here on the internet. But uh, Bobby Paul's one of my favorite people on the internet. Um, the first time I reached out to him was because I really enjoyed his content and I wanted an excuse to talk to him. So I said, hey, come on my podcast. And he was more than happy to come on. And he came on like within an hour or so of sending him an email just and since then, over the last year or so, we've become really great friends and that, and um, the news sort of came out from his family and that, but he's uh, got coronavirus and he's been really struggling in hospital for about three weeks or so, mm. and um, he's got a GoFundMe page and all that, so I'll, I'll leave all these links in the show notes, but I just want to say um, you know, a shout-out to Bobby. He's an absolute champion, He does awesome content, and I just want to uh, put his name out there for you guys. If you if you haven't heard of him, if you're not following him, go and check him out on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all that, because he was absolutely killing it before all this happened. He was um, aiming to be partner on Twitch, and he had the um, the required amount of things to uh, uh, get that partnership if he was so selected mm-hmm. by the, the Twitch overlords. yeah. So I just want to put it out there. Anyone who's listening to this, uh, go and follow him. So, so when he comes back, he'll... You can continue killing it. Get well, Bobby Boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine what it's like being in hospital with that right now. Yeah. It's it'd be absolutely awful, especially considering, you know, um, the the situation
0: in the US at the moment regarding it is quite severe. Yeah. And you know, we've been quite lucky down here. Like oh, yeah. we I can't say I know any of my close family have you know caught it i'm very surprised we are as lucky
1: as we Mm. were uh, were considering you know we have a lot of trade uh, like trade with china and stuff like that well not right now regarding (laughs) political situations but we won't go into that um but at the time you know obviously asian countries uh including china you know they were a big part of the export we have and stuff like that so i'm quite surprised we didn't get it worse than what we had to be honest Mm. i think um you know, Australians really, really bucked up and did their best to keep it at bay. And, you know, uh, we got a bit of a victory stance from Melbourne. They did a fantastic job in the end and pulled through and they survived through, uh, you know, egregious lockdown and made it through and, yeah, you know, and I guess, I guess that's just, you know, just shows how vigilant we were in trying to beat this thing and we managed to do it and we got lucky on the circumstance. Mm,
0: yeah. So our our heart goes out to Bobby and all of you guys out there who are listening to this, who are got your own struggles and tribulations due Absolutely. to uh, this bullshit. We're almost out of 2020. So hopefully 2021 is, uh, I guess, uh, the start of uh, healing again. Yeah. Well said. All right, so let's talk about some Nintendo, bros. All right, mate. so let's. Uh, so should we just jump straight into the news? Get through. So then we've got to uh, something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah! Bika, bika! Is that all?
1: I brawl right. for my, my comrades.
0: <laughs> I said
1: it a long time ago. I
0: still...
1: missed my cue because uh, oh, my brain's just not here
0: this week. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Obviously not. What happened last week? You just like, pfft, looks like you fell out a barn. That's what it sounded like when you tried to doing it last time. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. It's it's just been it's just been a weird lead up to Christmas, really. And I guess my brain hasn't been there. I, lo- I miss my sound cue completely.
0: Mm.
1: Like God, I'm losing <laughs> <laughs>
0: it. Anyway, so this is a bit of a random story. It sort of uh, came out of nowhere, and um, I didn't actually know about this before. Uh, sort of got reversed, but uh, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, this is from thegamer.com. And Yuri uh, Geller gives Nintendo permission to print Kadabra on Pokemon cards again. Oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe it lasted 20 years. Yeah, it's a long time. So the article reads, Kadabra's 20-year-old disappearing act is over thanks to a change of heart from... Uh, uh, illusionist Eerie Geller, the famed magician, has apparently gotten a lot of emails on the subject, leading him to reach out to Nintendo to retract a ban he requested on Kadabra Pokemon cards. The gamer was originally uh, originally dug up into the topic of why Kadabra hadn't been on a Pokemon trading card in almost 20 years. The psychic psychic type Pokemon appeared in the official uh, card games. First set alongside the rest of its evolution line, Kadabra and Alakazam. It returned to other sets in different forms, such as Dark Kadabra of Team Rocket, or Gym Leader Sabrina's Kadabra. However, there was a bit of a problem with its appearance and Japanese name, uh, Young younger, uh, That names read very close to Yuri Younger. Um, Oh, Gala, sorry. Um, And its trademark spoon calls to the mind Gala's uh, famous spoon bending. Uh, The reference was not lost on uh, Gala, nor was the fact that Game Freaks uh, designed a Pokemon based on him without asking or even notifying. He sued Nintendo in uh, 2000 and also asked that Kadabra could no longer be put on Pokemon cards. The Pokemon company... (laughs) As honored as this request all these years. However, the story behind Kadabra Ben getting recent attention, Geller decided to reach out to Nintendo and give the okay. In an email to the gamer, Geller r- wrote that, quote, Due to tremendous volume of emails, I am <laughs> getting uh, I am getting begging me to allow Nintendo to bring back can- Kadabra. Uh, a late Uh, A letter to the chairman of Nintendo giving permission to relaunch Urigella Kadabra worldwide. He then said that his letter was picked up by two Nintendo representatives. The gamer reached out uh, for further comment and is awaiting a response. The Pokemon TCG is a long established a pattern of letting Kadabra skip uh, Kadabra and evolve straight into Alakazam, or just giving Alakazam a premium card that can be played outright. Uh, now that Kadabra is back on the menu, it'll be interesting to see where it fits. So that's the end of the article there, Bryce. So uh, I, um, first of all, I never knew that there was this sort of legal thing to keep Kadabra off of Pokemon cards. Uh, back in the day, I guess uh, Yuri just felt like, oh, it's too much like me. It's based off me. Don't want it. But it is kind of funny that it is just, it was just banned from Pokemon cards. And, like, he didn't take it further and try to get it banned from the game or removed from the anime or whatever have you. Uh, it's just a sort of a, a random thing.
1: It was such a pointless act of bullshit, <laughs> honestly. Like, it, the thing is, is when you look at it from the perspective, it's like, oh, okay, so his his signature thing was spoon bending. It's like, okay, cool. Um, did it really say that he was the one that invented spoon bending? Well, that it wasn't just a thing. And the only reason it was popularized because of him, sure. But that doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't something before either. Mm. So, they basically, he's kept up this farce all these years just because he didn't want Kadabra printed on Pokemon cards. Completely fucking ruining, like, <laughs> an entire thing for his own sanity, I
0: guess, somehow. It also makes me wonder, like, back in the day, where it's just like, you know, this is a stupid thing. I don't want my face on this. But now, obviously, Pokemon, 20 years later, it's big, it's massive. And having one of the original Pokemon sort of as a tribute to you, it's actually like, I would say, as a good thing. If, if someone's going to design a Pokemon off of me and having, like, one of the, the biggest franchises in the world, I'll take that as a, a very nice compliment. <laughs> would anybody remember this man if it weren't for that that fiasco? I never heard of him in my life.
1: I, I I heard about it because yeah. I was you know it come up in a random fact thing. It's like really okay, oh yeah, but that's it. That's how I know him, and I think that's how most people today know him as that that dickhead who. <laughs> and you know what the thing is is even worse. His statement on the matter is he's he referred to it as the Uragella Kadabra Pokemon card. It's like fuck off, man. Yeah. You have nothing to do with that card, apart from the fact that you you wanted you wanted the Pokemon banned from cards. That's ridiculous. Mm. Don't 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 even try to attribute it to yourself. It was it was not any your business. You just saw
0: something and you were like, well, fuck that thing, and you did it. (laughs) Just Kadabra as well. It's not even Alakazams. Like Alakazam, oh, he's got he's got more spoons. That's not me. Yeah, that's another magician. He's got a this other magician works with more spoons.
1: That's Yuri Yuri Geller yeah <laughs> he's got two spoons <laughs> it's like come on man like and the thing is, is did he didn't get anything out of it did he like apart from getting them actually banned no no well never, but, never got any money yeah. from it he never got any royalties he never got anything so what was the
0: point don't know what was the point i think uh yeah if anything it just would have been like a a bit, a bit of promotion, at very least. Oh, yeah. Just, the, so.
1: the only thing he promoted himself was people shitting on him and sending him rude emails, <laughs> obviously, because now he's given up. He's like, oh, well, clearly it's
0: been 20 years. I'm not getting anything out of this. I'd love to see some of the emails that get sent to him, just like kids or even adults like us who have been playing Pokemon for years. Like, it's like, come on, man. I just want my Kadabra card. Just allow it. Yeah. And you know what? The, you know what? The funny thing is, is
1: now he's 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 in his head. He's like, ah, yes, I can gain some more traction if I release this now, right? And maybe people start to look into my things now that I'm back into whatever. But no, you just you're just going to be treated the same way. You're going to be treated as the dickhead that prevented a Pokemon from being printed on a card, <laughs> uh, dear, because you were sad that he bent a spoon
0: like you did. Hmm. Hooray! And his Japanese name was yeah, it's very on the nose. Meh. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not a defending. It's just the, uh, magician. No, just so
1: stupid. I just don't. I don't get it. Mm. I really don't get it.
0: So if you were going to ban a Pokemon card, Bryce, because Nintendo and Game Freak just copied your likeness so much, what do you think it would be? Actually, I'll pick for you, and you pick for me. What do you reckon I should ban because uh, they're copying my likeness too much? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: Infernape. <laughs> there you go. All right. You're loud like a monkey. You get a fiery passion for things. <laughs> could
0: you imagine? You could an- probably throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine sending an email to uh, Nintendo saying, hey, "You copy my likeness"? I'm, I'm got- an ape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ape, and I've got a fiery passion. <laughs> like, oh fuck! So I just don't stop printing <laughs> Pokemon cards. Oh god. All right, and me? I reckon you would be uh, Bronzley because you're so cute and heavy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow! <laughs>
0: Good to know that my future is suit of widow. Yeah, he's like, oh no, oh Jesus! That's a uh, you turn the sort of widow because you you're on the man shake. <laughs> <laughs> turn you into a little sort of widow. Oh God, I love sort of widow. Was yeah, one of my well, favorite Pokemon. Mm. It was also a
1: pain in the ass when you didn't know what to do when you were like five years old playing Gold, Silver, Crystal.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just walk up to it and you spray some water on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but you, when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, this this idiot's crying." You know, I was I was stuck there for a couple of hours when I rented Pokemon Gold for the first time. <laughs> I was there and um, I really wanted it too because I knew it was sort of a widow. I'm like, "Oh," because it was doing like the thing where it's like, "Oh, this this tree's." A bit funny. I'm like, all oh, right, I'm sort of widow, cool. And sort of is one of my favorite Pokemon. I actually when I actually got it, I did add it to my team for the first run through.
1: I think everybody did. Yeah. I don't
0: I don't think that was an uncommon thing for that game. Yeah, you have your starter sort of widow. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, keep rolling through. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Kadabra Pokemon cards, they're coming back. If you've got Kadabra Pokemon cards from like the first set or something. <laughs> they've probably got ridiculous value now. Yeah, check out the value. Yeah. I can't believe a lot of value of a lot of the cards
1: just in general. Actually, you just, n- you know what? I was thinking about the other day and we should totally do um for like a, a like a Twitch live stream special or something.
0: We should go and order one of the $100,000 Original base sets. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: open it up. Not that far, but I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of considering um getting a shiny Mac a shiny Max V box.
0: So yeah, I would like to do it on um, because yeah, I just love um opening cards. So do I. Yeah, so do I. So I yeah, I reckon
1: we should too. I think we should do that because it's like we would have to probably get on that train soon though before they stop making them though. Um, because do you know what they are? Those, those specific cards, the shiny V Max ones. Mm. Oh, vaguely. So, they made a box in... It's Japanese only. So, they'd be Japanese cards. But they're 10 cards of booster pack. And mm. they feature one VMAX every pack. And potential shiny Pokemon.
0: Special oh, right, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. So, yep, um,
1: yeah, it's like a... I think it's like a $160 box or something like that. And there's 100 cards in it. So, we could we could just like split it. Shuffle the cards. Dosh out the, the packs, yeah, and then do
0: a do a live stream. Yeah, we're gonna be so salty. <laughs> the other one gets something really nice. There. It's like, oh, brushy boy. But I mean, that, you know, that that's that's the trade off. That's the
1: way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, that that's like um, what happened with um. And see, this is the thing: Pokemon cards have come back like in a big way. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, Logan Paul, yeah, did that thing, did the
0: thing, and it just exploded. <laughs> it them. was a fake box, anyways. So. I don't think his was. I think um, some other people from the same buyer got a fake box, which is obviously
1: just resealed. It was resealed, um, but they also think that Logan's is probably resealed too because, as a result. Mm. Yeah, because um,
0: that guy's so, sh- sh- so shady. He's if anybody, shady as hell. If, if anybody looks into it like the Pokemon card reseller who sold to Logan Paul and um, I think uh, the guys I'm talking about just before was a, a group called Dumb Money. Yeah. Like, they knew yeah. nothing about Pokemon cards but oh, they, they wanted to buy one. They wanted to buy one to make money. And they got
1: Leon, uh, Leon Hart on to um, investigate the box. He's like, this is not legitimate. Yeah. He knew immediately. He's he like, yeah, this is not legitimate. Um, but, uh, you know, since then, like heaps of people have been jumping on that train. A eh? drive did one. Um, the most recent one I remember is Pay Money Wabi did one. And uh, Critical. Um, Hi, hey guys. I'm Critical. I'm yeah. just going to open this box. What's up, everybody? It's Critical. I'm here opening a Pokemon TCG card box. Let's do this shit. That critical. <laughs> yeah. Um. He uh. He, you know, invested in a pack or two. You know, like as everybody was, and he pulled a sixteen thousand
0: dollar Snorlax card out of his. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Even um Isaac Butterfield, uh, an Australian comedian, like in his background for his videos, like he does a lot of things where he like you know pays out cyclists and vegans and you know, just ext- extremist groups, I guess. Mm. And so it's, it's funny, but he's always had this like original Charizard in the background. I'm like, mm. oh yeah, so he must be into Pokemon cards or whatever. And he just did a random video where he's just unboxing or undoing like um like the or- original Pokemon cards. I'm like, holy shit. So it's just like the craze is just gone nuts, oh, mad. Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, kind of why I want to get like a...
1: I mean, not for the clout so much, but I just like (laughs) opening Pokemon cards and watching all these people open Pokemon cards and I
0: want to get one of those boxes, the shiny VMAX boxes. Yeah. So it would have been like five years ago, I think, where I finally snapped and I spent like 200 bucks on Pokemon cards. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I just went and opened them all. I'm like, cool. Put them in the folders. Yeah. I don't think I've looked at them since. Yeah. But it's just fun. Yeah. Fun to collect them. And the only problem with Pokemon cards is that as a collector, they just never stop coming. No, they don't, no. So you're never like associate you're never like yes of a uh, I've got them. Yeah. It's just it won't happen. But that's kind of the reason I want one of
1: these want one of these boxes because they're sort of just like um you know, they're they're one of a kind, never really ever gonna get them again and um you're not gonna get the same opportunity um as uh you know, just buying another booster box sort of thing. Once they're gone, they're gonna be extremely hard to find. Yeah. And they're worth, you know, hundred and sixty dollars a box, it'd just be nice to see what you get out of them. I think. Would be. Oh well. We get should. a Rainbow Charizard and we'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like that's the thing, is like by the time you get all those cards and you unwrap them, you might be lucky enough to pay for two boxes off of the one box. Hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it might be something we'll look into early next year. Just yeah. some Pokemon card stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right, so Bryce, let's move on. So Oh, today actually, just before uh, we recorded this podcast, Nintendo Switch is updated to ThermWare f- uh, 11, so 11.0. So, very exciting stuff. And it actually brought a fair few new features. So, I'll read this article from Vux.net and then we'll uh, talk about our. Very brief experience. I just sort of just showed you on my Switch and we're like, all right, cool. (laughs) Some neat little features coming out. So the article reads, there hasn't been a firmware update in a while, but it looks like Nintendo has been cooking up something big. Version 11 of the firmware introduced today adds new icon to the home screen for Nintendo Switch Online and contains a number of features. This hub uh, lets you see the latest Nintendo Switch Online information. There's a trending section so you can see what your friends are playing and more. You can see all your uh, you can also see all of your cloud saves. Uh, you can now also transfer videos and screens to your smartphone. You can now also connect your switch via USB to get screenshots shots off that way as well. Uh, been downloading a lot of things, but to want one thing faster? You can prioritize uh, download when having multiple downloads active. So... Seems like a very basic thing, but there we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, new uh, user icons have been added. All 12 of them celebrate Mario th- Mario's 35th year anniversary. And they basically go through through like the original Mario Bros, Mario World, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, um, and all the way up to Mario Odyssey. Um, so I reckon uh, a lot of people on my friends list personally have been putting on the Mario 64 uh, wing cap. Of course. And I, I kind of want to put that on as well. <laughs> but i'm like oh it's too i'll wait for the zelda ones yeah it's too generic but my icon hasn't changed since um the switch first came out and i just put breath of the wild link with the bow and arrow it hasn't changed since then mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh continuing one you'll be able to name your button mapping with presets as well so if you play a game a certain way with different button a button mapping you can switch between them easily and uh, that that's uh, pretty much the gist of things. But I think uh, the biggest thing uh, for me and maybe some other content creators or just people who like posting on social media mm. um, and like doing it a little bit easier than just tapping away or using the controller on the actual switch itself is just being able to transfer those screenshots and videos easily to your smart device. Like yeah. um, using the Xbox, it's really fantastic how when you take a screenshot, it uploads to the cloud and then you can just uh, send it to Twitter or Facebook via the app and use the keyboard to actually type out your uh, status. Now you can sort of do that on the uh, switch as well, which is handy too. All you need to do is sort of scan a QR code and then it comes up onto your phone pretty easily. Um, So yeah. And uh, there's a trending tab as well, which is, I don't know how useful it is, but um, for me on the switch, I don't do a lot of, a lot of multiplayer. So I always just go on there and say, Hey, what are people playing? And, it's usually like the latest thing, as well as some maybe some other Nintendo game um, or some indie games. But it's pretty cool to see when you go to the trending tab, you say, like, oh, everyone's playing, you know, at the moment, for example, Hyrule Warriors and people oh. recently getting into I don't know, Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So just another thing to keep up to date with what your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool stuff. Neat. Do you reckon you'll use uh, the transfer screenshot tool or? Uh, trending tab or anything. Um, yeah, that's the thing that's going to get used most is the screenshot tools. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Whereas everything else, I'm sort of like, mm, thanks, but there's still no themes. So.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So no themes, no folders, uh, nothing to actually. Thank the guys. Not the things we're really looking for. Honestly, thank
1: you. You're so, so very intelligent. You really know what your fan base wants.
0: Yeah. I don't know if we'll get themes or folders. Like it's. I don't think we'll. It's getting up to four years, you know, they're taking their time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because now none of the consoles have themes. Like Xbox, um, the Xbox series of consoles, they don't have themes. You can sort of do like uh, dynamic backgrounds on those consoles, but nothing theme-wise. PlayStation 5 got rid of themes, no themes on there. And uh, Switch, it's just uh, black or white.
1: I do like custom images on Xbox at least. Yeah. nice. Yeah.
0: You can choose your color and you can do like your pattern that's moving in the background
1: at least. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. It's Like if you really wanted, I don't know, you could take something racy like porn and put it on there if you really wanted. It didn't really matter. Yeah. It's it's the freedom of
0: choice. (laughs) Yeah. It's just. It's the freedom of choice. Yeah. Just like you really want that on your TV when you're like, oh yeah, you want to play some Mario Kart? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm sure there's plenty of single people
1: out there that absolutely love that.
0: But my point, <laughs> my point is more or less is like I
1: I find fan art a lot better than official art, and I find you know a lot of a lot of joy in people's creativity and seeing it and all that stuff, and I think that's really neat to have on a on a background more than anything. Like if I'm even on my PC, I just prefer it over official artwork for what it's worth. you just like the set a picture for your background and have it. But yeah, yeah, I don't need anything more than that sort of thing. I just I, I do like that that customizable sort of thing and I mean I did that um with my uh my uh 3ds when I hacked that around too it was played with themes and stuff like that and people have so many unique and cool ideas and you know use use these cool um fan arts and stuff like that to create these things and it looks incredibly neat and I kind of wish we could do that more often rather than just plain mm-hmm I mean even the PlayStation themes, they were pretty and Playstation Four themes were pretty good as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a real confusing matter that they're not there.
0: Yeah. I mean, just with the PS5, they're just going for a simplistic approach to it, I guess, which is which is something, I guess. Yeah, but the Persona themes are so nice. Yeah, yeah. well on my PS4 Pro, which is still hooked up, I'm still rocking the Persona five one. Yeah, so is Barry
1: and so am I. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's it's they're good. They are good, yeah. They're good themes. They come with nice music, nice icons, nice background that moves. It's it's good.
0: Mm. Oh, well, maybe it's, it's going to be one of those dumb things where it's like, you know, there's a new model of the Switch. It's got some more RAM to run that crap in the background. So then you, you'll get themes exclusive to that. Like it will be like the Super Nintendo games all over again for new 3DS. Just, yeah. you, just you wait and watch. And they'll be like,
1: here is the theme pro feature you need to add it on to your nintendo switch online subscription for an extra three dollars <laughs> a month <laughs>
0: it's like cool <sighs> thanks guys yeah, the worst thing about it is all
1: well, i want a thing you're yep. just like, oh, I suppose I'll buy into it, it is Nintendo.
0: I don't think I would. Anyway, so moving on, also an article from Vooks.net is uh, Nintendo stopping uploads in the original Super Mario Maker at the end of March 2021. So Nintendo has announced that Super Mario Maker for the Wii U will be removed from sale. And some of its online functionality eventually shut down a couple of months after that. Another thing people are very pissy about. Okay, we'll talk about it after. I haven't uh, I haven't heard anyone complain about it, but it, we'll talk about it after. Uh, Super Mario Maker will lose the ability to upload courses and its bookmarks service both in-game and online from March 31st, 2000 and, uh, yeah, 2021 at uh, 12 p.m., uh, uh, AEDT. The game will also be removed from the eShop on January thirteenth, twenty twenty-one. You'll still be able to download and play previous uploaded levels, uh, presumably including the hundred Mario challenge. Even the upload, uh, even after the upload uh, capacity, uh, yeah, capability is turned off. Uh, here's what Nintendo says it's uh, going away: uh, the ability to upload courses in Super Mario, Mario Maker for Wii U. Uh, the Super Mario Maker bookmark feature website, Uh, updating and ranking light courses, looking up your bookmarked courses. An error message will be displayed when trying to access these discontinued services at the end of their date. Uh, Super Mario Maker was released in September 2015. The 3DS version of the game doesn't have any online services and appears to be unaffected. So you said people were getting upset about this Bryce Fett, the game that does have a current sequel at the moment um is getting uh, pretty much shut down. So what what are people getting upset about? And- you're f- you something you're very much
1: forgetting when you say that though is that different versions of the game sort of exist, right? Like, you know, um you've got your 1.0, you you sort of all that stuff and whatever, and you know the first thing that's going to happen with this is people are going to database it they're going to make their own private little server for it and you're going to be able to sort of mod it, like mod it away that way sort of thing, right? Okay. Um, Mario Maker 1 and Mario Maker 2, while fundamentally the same game, work differently in how certain objects work certain and just like how that sort of... Uh, rungs in on things. Uh, The biggest example, I suppose, is when they went from, I think it was version 1.1 to 1.2 of Mario Maker 2. They completely broke some courses by changing the physics of why things work. So um, in Mario Maker 1, some things are only achievable in Mario Maker 1 to make courses like that. And it's no longer possible in Mario Maker 2. So by taking the Mario Maker 1 service down, and being un- unable to access these levels again, access these levels again, unless you get those people that are willing enough to database every single level, and sort of bring it back or whatever, and, and do whatever, and you know make a way for Mario Maker content, uh, well, level creators, I suppose, to continue doing the work that they're doing on that original game with the physics that were intended. Um, it's, you know, it's making people angry that they're not able to just do that in the same standard anymore. And, you know, fair enough, yeah, the Wii U, we don't need to go on and about how that's not a very successful console and um, that, you know, this was inevitable and it's inevitable with any game, but it is a huge, 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 huge portion of why Mario Maker even exists. Um, I'm personally not upset but I know why, I know you probably haven't heard a hell of a lot about it. But then again, just think about how many people actually own Wii U's and then reconsider the fact that that's probably why you haven't heard much about it. Yeah, of course. In comparison. Of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, there are people that are sort of complaining about it because they seem to think it ties in with all this tirade that, uh, you know, they're, they're taking down the melee tournament and like all that stuff and just everybody's trying to find a reason for Nintendo to be the bad guy last couple weeks. And I'm not saying that they aren't, you know, there there's definitely some very concerning and interesting choices coming out of them at the moment. Um, But this, this thing was inevitable and I don't really understand why people would be that incredibly upset about it that a console that only sold like was it eight, 8 to 12 million units. So yeah, it sold 12, 13 million, million 13 roughly, million yeah. Units. yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, the console only sold 13 million units, right? There's not a lot of people left back on Mario Maker 1 and there's a lot of people complaining just for the sake of its jump on Nintendo for the last two weeks. And to be completely honest, this kind of
0: just makes it look... Farce. yeah. I mean, like, if you're still enjoying Mario Maker One, you know, it 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 does suck, but it's shutting down. But mm, yeah, you know, at at the very least, uh, it's they probably did you like did that that community a favor by keeping the game going since 2015, like keeping it going that long as yeah. it is. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> Switch has been out for a long time already. They could have killed it a long time ago. Yeah. And I think it's just it's time to pass and move on. I don't think there's much else you could do about it at this at this stage. Start a petition. I mean,
0: you could try. <laughs> it won't do much for you. Yeah, because I know like a petition happened with Gravity Rush, uh Gravity Rush 2 on PS4. A lot of um well there's like some pretty basic uh online functionality just with like doing challenges and um, swapping gifts with friends and that. Like it's just pretty basic. Like uh, there's no trophies or there's nothing too much attached to it but it was just a fun thing for the community to enjoy yeah and uh, playstation came out and said you know a year afterwards we're shutting down the online functionality and uh, the community actually got together and got playstation to actually extend um that date for a little bit by about six months or so um just to you know so the community has a bit more time to enjoy the feature before it goes away so there are instances of games that don't have you know huge legs um, making a bit of a stand to get stuff extended, but a game that already has a sequel on the next platform, like you know, might be a bit hard for them. But yeah, anyone that's enjoying Mario Maker One, you've got until March next year to uh, enjoy it. So you got about four months to um, you know, I've been calling get it get in there. So it's been a you've got a fair bit lead way. they have been calling it Doomsday, Mario Doomsday, March thirty-one. Yeah, well, well, it is like it's a. They're setting it up to be like, holy shit, but that is going to be a pretty disappointing day when just all this stuff disappears. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're trying to. They're trying to get us all to like buy it before it disappears, it disappears but disappears, it just yeah. seems. It just, it's, it's just going to feel like a shit day as far as <laughs> being right. a Nintendo fan, guys. Like, oh, all this stuff's going. Okay. All right. So, uh, moving on to a, a bit more of a success for Nintendo. This is also from Vooks.net. And uh, the title is *Horror Warriors: Age of Calamity*. Has is already the best-selling ser- se- Warriors game ever made. So the article reads: Hiro Warriors: Age of Calamity* is off to uh, off to a flyer with more than three million copies of the game's being shipped already. This news comes from Famitsu, who have confirmed that this includes both physical and digital versions of the game. That now means that *Horror Warriors: Age of Calamity* is the best-selling Warriors uh, game already outside of the other *Horror Warriors*. Fire Emblem Warriors and even the Dynasty Warriors games. Um, so it's not too much of a surprise because it's like it's being positioned as a third-party Nintendo game when there's nothing else for the Switch coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not too much of a su- su- surprise necessarily, but it's good for a. Uh, it's really developers. Good for and, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I think I think um, they deserve. Like a fair bit more respect than they get sometimes, so it's definitely a kick up the butt, and that's uh, good.
0: Yeah. So, um, two two of our uh, copies are included in that three million. So, yeah, <laughs> we helped. We did. <laughs> All right, so that's that was a quick one. So, this is a, an article from GamesIndustry.biz, and this is about about a super super. Uh, Nintendo World opening in February next year. So the article reads, Universal Studios Japan has announced it will open its Super Mario World attraction on February 4th following its delay earlier this year. The area is built within Universal Studios Japan Park in uh, Osaka, and was due to open earlier this year in time for the Summer 2020 Olympics. But the impact of the coronavirus pandemic led to the closure of all theme parks and delayed uh, construction, pushing its debut back to Spring 2021. That uh, debut has now been nailed down as February 4th. However, Bloomberg notes that the launch uh, could still be delayed again as Japan tackles another outbreak of COVID-19 and Osaka has been one of the worst affected cities. In a short video from Inside the Park itself, Bloomberg reporter uh, Mori said there are still questions of how Universal Studios is going to prevent the spread of the virus. The new uh, Nintendo area is said to be quite small and the central ride uh, a Mario Kart roller coaster uh, that utilizes uh, AR headsets, uh, which would presumably need to be sanitized. However, the core concept of Super Nintendo World uh, revolves around visitors wearing wristbands that register the digital coins they collect by completing activities. The Nintendo area of the park is still not finished with rumors of a Donkey Kong-themed th- uh, area still in the works. Universal Studios is hoping Super Nintendo World will be a big draw for vis- visitors given the impact of tourism uh, to the tourism industry this year plus the fact that it has invested more than uh, uh, 60 billion yen do its construction. So, yes, uh, cool. As, as far as uh, bringing in tourism, it will bring me in one day. <laughs> yeah, we we we've got to organise that. one. Uh, I don't think it will, I don't think they'll let us on February fourth. No, no, I don't think I'll let myself either to no. so go to another country. No, no, not yet. Not so, until a vaccine comes. No, but uh, one day it will bring us there. So it's cool that uh, hopefully you know. Coronavirus is under under wraps. I doubt it will be completely, but mm. it's cool to see that it will uh, be opening finally. We've been talking about it on and off like throughout the year. Like, oh, yeah. the, the, you know, here's a photo. Here's happening. Oh, it's been delayed. Here's that. So it'd be good if it actually has its uh, opening early next year. Yeah. Uh, so this is from my dot MyNintendo. yeah my Nintendo and uh, the title is. Pokemon's 25th anniversary logo revealed in Fern's urge to stay tuned for more details about 2021 celebrations. So the Pokemon Company International has announced that news for the 25th anniversary for the franchise will be coming soon by asking fans to stay tuned for more details on social media. No doubts next year will be a huge year for Pokemon, so it'll be interesting to see what they have in store for fans. We also got treated to a 25th uh, anniversary logo which you can see in the image which is basically just uh what it was for the 20th anniversary but with 25 on the cheeks it was 25 uh, on the cheeks as the cheeks i guess um yeah so very cool um very much looking forward to this throughout the year as far as like pokemon goes it's been pretty quiet apart from the uh, dlc and pokemon mystery dungeon and Obviously, we've got some announcements with Pokemon Snap coming next year, as well as uh, Pokemon Unite, which is a mobile game being developed by Tencent. Uh, so, there's a lot to look forward to next year as far as probably mainline Pokemon go- games go. Um, you know, there's lots of rumors going around because the Pokemon community is like, oh, it's 25th year anniversary stuff. So, rumors are just going rampant at the moment. But um, also, in there is the talk of a sort of a Pokemon collection to celebrate this 25th anniversary um, as well. Which would personally is what I would absolutely love to see, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of this just comes off the heels of obviously the thirty fifth anniversary for uh, Mario with the collection. So um, everything that has an anniversary, people are saying, "Oh, there's a collection. There's a collection." So I, I'd love it if there is, and there should be. There really should be. Yellow crystal and emerald collection would be nice. Oh, yeah. it would be. It? Yeah, mm. a lot of the, a lot of the um sort of talking is that it's like you know it's x y sun moon um maybe alpha sapphire omega ruby i'm not sure uh, exactly what the games were included in there but sort of the more 3d ones were included in there i think black and white might have been included in there too i think it's a bit a bit hard to have those games on there without
1: fully reworking them though which is the bigger problem yeah um i mean next year is going to be nuts Realistically, we've got a Zelda anniversary, we've got a Pokemon anniversary, and there's good a got a Metroid anniversary. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a lot to live up to, like a lot. Yeah. So how does Nintendo sort of handle it? Obviously, the Pokemon company, they already, they already, you know, confirmed they have plans. They're teasing it. They're saying stay tuned. Um, so we know, you know, they're going to handle that. Then the Nintendo themselves, with like Zelda, are they going to push Zelda next year? Is it going to be like a lead up with a uh, you know, re-releases uh, uh, like a new game before Breath of the Wild in the holiday season. Are we going to see something like that? I you know, personally, I reckon that'd be great. Um, love get to get see plenty a of Zelda. Yeah, I'd love to just get like one of the classic Zelda games because at the moment we've got Link's Awakening and we've got Breath of the Wild, but we don't have just like traditional dungeons. And there's been like you know a while since we've sort of been able to experience that without going back to, say, the Wii U. I would kind of love... the 3DS. Like, just just put me on this
1: pedestal for a minute. Right? Uh,
0: I always put you on a pedestal, mate. Put, the, put me on this pedestal. You're a great for a guy.
1: I would love to see it that, like, they... Uh, I would love to see them go back and I would love to see them make, like, an Ocarina of Time remake. <laughs> just do another one. Remake it again. No, 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 no. But, like... no, no, no. no, no. When I'm talking remake in this, I mean in, this, in the sense of like recreate Hyrule um, from Ocarina of Time, but make it more space like Breath of the Wild uh, with all those niceties and stuff like that. So like a reimagining
0: almost. Yeah, like a reimagining
1: mm. almost, Um, but, you know, still have your static storyline for Ocarina of Time because obviously that was like one of the <laughs> big things. Yeah, so just like still have the story beats, but just make you walk a lot more to get there. No, no, like by by all means, you know, being able to walk into castle town and stuff like that, like really sort of push the prospects that in Breath of the Wild were not present, you know, like a big bustling castle town and all that stuff and uh you've got just like the Kak- the Kakariko village in that game was, was it's always still and still has been very iconic. Um, that is the basis of Kakariko Village for most most people's thoughts is when they think of Kakariko Village, they think of that. Um, it'd be really cool to get different perspectives on different dungeons that uh, had a lot more of a nuance back in the day and were a lot harder to read, like the Forest Temple and the Water Temple, see them redo them to make them, you know, sort of more fitting. Yeah. Um, Forest Temple especially, I feel like they could do something like really awesome with that because that, that whole dungeon was basically, this is trippy. There's like rotating <laughs> hallways and all that stuff. Like it would be really cool to see what they could do with that. Like instead of like just the twisty hallways, like, yeah, it's twisty hallways, but as it's twisting your perspective of Link, like Link is eventually just like walking on the ceiling and around like in that spiral rather than just. The, the the room moving around Link as it does in Ocarina of Time. Just stuff like that I think would be like really cool is doing something like that. I would love a collection like they did with Mario, but I think like something like that could be really
0: dope too. Mm. It'd be cool for a collection, but uh I just wonder like those games, like I would say they're like a fair bit bigger than the Mario games. So like they're probably about to justify actually like just piecemealing them out for full price, yeah. So I don't want them to do that though. We'll see. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be discussing this early early next year, I dare say. Anyway, so we've got plenty of time to speculate and sort of uh, talk about stuff there. Mm-hmm. So just moving back to the Pokemon stuff. Uh, this is an article from Nintendo Enthusiast, and uh, they're actually um, a uh, diecast Pokeball replica series is going to launch early uh, early next year. And uh, the article from Nintendo Enthusiast reads: uh, "Admit it, you're fantasized about having a real life, uh, fantasized about being a real life Pokemon trainer. The games can only do so much to indulge you in that first adventure. Luckily, the Pokemon Company International and the Wand Company have something in mind to help gamers get a real taste of Pokey life, and they came in the form of a diecast Pokeball Regular Series." Uh, for about $133 American, uh, customers can uh, nag a P- Pokeball in the following variants Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, and Premier Air Ball. The base version will launch on Pokemon Day, which is February 27th, 2021. The other forms will release throughout the rest of the year. Uh, but be forewarned, these balls cannot be thrown and they do not open up. Uh, this is a kind of defeats the purpose of getting one if you're trying to live out your tr- trainer fantasies. But they are impressive models if you're just looking to collect. At least the balls glow and have a proximity sensing technology. Uh, if you're interested in pre ordering one of these bad boys, you can do so through various retailers. Uh, please note that ordering through th- uh, from uh, uh, Zavi uh, will net you a free t shirt. So, looking at the video f- that's announcing this, it comes in a really nice package. It looks like. Maybe something Professor Oak would have in his laboratory and he opens it up and what the packaging actually does, Bryce. So I'll show you a picture of the packaging there, Bryce. And if you guys want to check out the video, I'll leave it in the show notes if you have time to click on the link and have a look at it. Uh, but basically, you, as you're opening up the box, the Pokeball actually rises up and, oh. the, and like the base glows as well as the actual button on the Pokeball. That's cool. So I guess uh, if you're a big Pokemon fan like, like myself, when you look at this, you're like, this is as real as a pokeball's going to look with just like uh, how it glows and I guess maybe the weight and just the quality of the paint and all that. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to maybe get one. I'm not sure how easy it will be to get here in Australia. Let's let's be real. You'll get a Premier Ball. Oh, I, I was going to say I'm a big fan of Premier Balls. I love a Premier Ball. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. See, here we go. They're, they're going to be expensive. Yeah. By the time I get it here, it's gonna be like a two hundred dollar Pokeball
1: <laughs> in Australia. Well, at least you can live out your fantasies of it having cost two hundred pokey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, only if it costs that much, it'll be a lot easier just go and get some nuggets in the in Sword and Shield, and I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's something I could potentially waste my money on next year, but we probably probably we won't. See. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And this is a, another little interesting story from my Nintendo News. And it's a Nintendo UK support apparently said the Switch Dog is now discontinued. So I just bring this up because this uh, sort of leads on to potential plans for hardware next year. But I'll continue on and read the article. So it reads, the Nintendo Switch dock has apparently been out of stock for quite a while in the United Kingdom and today a Reddit user reached out to the company to find out when it will be available again. The user received a response from a Nintendo, Nintendo official UK store who told him that Nintendo Switch dock has now been discontinued. This is clearly a strange decision by, by Nintendo, but it could further hint to a rumor that the company is planning on an update, updated Switch early 2021 so the email that is uh, written uh, Nintendo replies back thank you for content for contacting <laughs> <laughs> for, content- <Contounding>. <laughs> <laughs> for contacting us and placing an inquiry a member of our Nintendo customer support team has looked into your inquiry and added a response for your records uh, your original query was uh, when will Nintendo when will the Nintendo Switch set be available for purchase again? The product has been out of stock for some time in the UK, whereas in the US, Japan, and Europe, has been available since the product's release. Can the dock be available once again? It's important for us users who want to be able to have a Switch dock in every room that has a TV, a dock for traveling, or just as backup. After further investigation, we can confirm that the following. Uh, confirm the following. Uh, Thanks for getting in contact with Nintendo. I'm really sorry, but we have discontinued the uh, Nintendo Switch dock set in the UK. Uh, Therefore, our UK still will no longer uh, keep this on our site. I apologize for any convenience this may have caused. So (laughs) it's it's just uh, whether people in the UK are just not interested in getting a second dock uh, or this is like plans that Nintendo have put in place because this is going to be redundant, you know, in four, six, eight months Mm. because there is going to be a new Switch model that is a different size and will have a different dock. Um, Whether this is happening sort of in the uh, US and the Australian and all that side of things. I went to EB Games the other day and like they did have a handful of docks still. Uh, You know, obviously no idea when, you know, how many people are buying them and how much they're getting their stock refilled in that. But, uh, you know, I have I think I say, like, nearly every week, but I really do think we're getting a switch, new Switch model sooner than later will be next year. Yeah, I yeah. I'm kind of putting my money on, like, the first half of next year. So, you know, I guess that's my bias is coming into this story already, being like, oh, yeah, you know, they're getting ready for it. But what do you, what do you sort of see when you hear this uh, sort of news coming out of uh, – reddit i mean it's
1: difficult because i'm not too sure like um i personally don't see any reason for them to discontinue original switch docks, regardless of whether the models can't uh, the new models that are coming out will be you know just just a pro version yeah and that's where that sort of catches me off guard because i'm kind of i'm kind of sitting here sitting here thinking about it and i'm like does that mean it's a pro version or does it mean it's it's, it's a new model like a full on generational upgrade type of thing.
0: Yeah, because like ideally I would like it to work with the two docks I already have. Because mm. what i have to buy a new switch and also another dock to, you know, use it in my office area here. So, you know, I hope hopefully it just won't be like the switch light where obviously the switch light doesn't work anyway, but if you put a switch light in a normal dock, it just doesn't fit because of its size whether it would be like a similar situation where the new Switch is just physically too different or whatever to actually fit in that dock. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, but like you like you sort of said, uh, even if uh, there is a new Switch model coming, like people who own the current Switch still might want a second dock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So discontinuing, it's weird. So I think- uh or may- even for a replacement dock for that matter. Yeah, yeah, if you're busted or something, yeah. yeah. So I think uh I think honestly it probably just comes from they're not selling that much on the UK store whether whether people are going to game or whatever retailer people in the UK are buying their Switch accessories from um and just not going to the UK official Nintendo store. So that's probably more more of it I would say but I think so too yeah. I mean um yeah
1: I d- I just don't see them removing it for that specific reason unless it were you know a full-on generational upgrade where the dock is going to be a requirement to play the next generation and they're trying to phase out the old Switch yeah I think that's like the only the only thing yeah I mean it could happen I mean they kind of did with the new 3DS anyway they say it's still at the same proprietary charger though correct? Yeah. yeah so yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know what to think about it I, I do think it is probably just what you said and people aren't buying it from the UK online store
0: mm. yeah I think it's that too but I would like to think that we're getting a new Switch model soon I think we all want to we, we all want to oh not necessarily we've had a few we've had a couple of people in our Discord being like I hope not because I don't want to upgrade <laughs> I, do. Yeah, I do I do too I do too I want something nicer <laughs> And uh, to to end uh, the news on uh, Doom Eternal has finally got a release date on Nintendo Switch and it's coming out on December eighth, so very soon, only next week, and uh, it's only going to be digitally. And on the Australian shop, it's going to be eighty bucks. So you know uh, the price of a brand new game, which is uh, always harder to swallow when we don't have uh, release dates uh, aligned with other consoles. Obviously, if you want. Doom Eternal on PlayStation Four or Xbox One, you can get it for about fifty or thirty bucks, very cheap. It's on Game Pass, and as well. and uh, I've uh, I'm currently downloading it on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, I'm very interested just to see uh, the dig- digital foundry sort of comparisons and how this thing is running on Switch, just for you know how taxing a game it is, just for, um, even Xbox uh, One X and all that. It is a, you know, it's, a it's a very pretty. Um, high fluidity game so see how it goes on Switch <laughs> yeah. very much a thing of uh, if you're if you're interested maybe check out reviews and some gameplay before <laughs> putting yeah, a big wad of cash down yeah exactly yeah yeah alright Ross let's uh, let's move on to our new segment which is the House of Mario's Red Coin recommendations we've got a, a few sale items to go through so let's uh, let's get into it wrong button (laughs) alright bro so not I went through sort of the list of games this week and there's not a lot that sort of reached out to me Uh, so I did have a look to see if there's any like silly you know dumb games to read out I I couldn't really even find any of them they're just sort of like whatever but there are some big sales on that are going to end on the 3rd of December so you've only got a couple of days once you listen to this to get into these details not even if it goes up tomorrow, you've got a day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But uh, I'm pretty much just going to re- recommend just uh, the big hitters, which are the Nintendo first party games. So uh, Nintendo have uh, 33% off all of their, well, well, not all of their games, but these games at the moment. So you can get Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for 53.30, dollars Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for 60 bucks, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition for 53 Astral Chain for 53 Fire Emblem Three Houses 53 and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for 53. Now the only one I don't own on the Switch is Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, but I currently have far too much to play at the moment, so I won't yep. be buying that again. I am the same. <laughs> yes. Now it would be nice if they put Pikmin Three or something I didn't have on sale, but uh, that just came out. That's so, right. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So that's the, the House of Mario's red coin recommendations for this week. There's the, like I think there's literally a m- million other things on sale, like literally a million. You'll be scrolling and loading forever just going through the list. But I do recommend going to Vooks.net and checking out uh, their uh, list they compiled for all the sales on at the moment. I'll leave that in the show notes. So yeah, that's the House of Mario's red coin recommendations for this week, Bryce. Beautiful. 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 So just had an hour, Bryce. Do you want to talk about anything else or should we move on with their day? Mm. Let, let the listeners move on with their day. But all right, we've had enough of you babbling boys. I can't think of anything to talk about with poor Reggie. No Reggie. Mm, poor Reggie. He tried to interrupt the red coin recommendations there, but... I mean, he probably we still... Sh- we shut the door straight away. Like, no, nah, get it away. Get I mean, the
1: interview. of you. The, the, what What happens if we slowly open the door?
0: Oh, let's have a look.
1: Reggie
0: here. Nah, Reggie, go back. <laughs> All
1: um, right, we're on. The, we'll end it there, Bros. Yep, I think I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um. Though being said, uh, Age of Calamity. Before we go, how much have you played? Not much. Not enough to talk about it. You need to yeah, you need to play more. I I also haven't played a hell of a lot either, and I'm not at the end yet either. Um, but uh, yeah.
0: That is something we need to discuss. It's been pretty full on with work, and I had a mate's wedding this weekend. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, it's very busy. Yeah, um, yeah, my friend's wedding. Pretty much had the All the all the groomsmen and everything were like pretty much setting it up and packing so. it up and all that. So that's what took up my week. Did and you social distance, mate? Oh, kind of. <laughs> No, we did. Like, we had um, those restrictions on how many people could be inside and how many people could be here. And, you know, it's the world we live in at the moment. So you can't avoid it even if you don't want to. No. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to The House of Mario episode 170. If you enjoy the show, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and you can follow us on Twitter to keep up with the goings on of the show. You can follow me at iDruby. You can follow Bryce at Revan And you can follow the show at. The House of Mario. You can join our Discord community to be a part of the, the. I don't know, just be a part of it. Get amongst it. Be a part of it all. Enjoy it. And I'd like to thank our Patreon producers, Luke, Sam Hay, and DJ. Thank you guys very much for joining us there on Patreon. Beautiful people. Beautiful
1: people. Beautiful people. Love all
0: of you. So this week, uh, Nintendo Jukebox is a waterfall by Hyper Potions. Oh! I do enjoy myself some hyper potions. I do enjoy
1: myself some waterfalls.
0: You like, you like, you like some waterfalls? Here, bro? It's a
1: match made in heaven.
0: Yeah. Don't do not you, you like having a picnic in front of your waterfall?
1: waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to.
0: All right. Uh, say ya. It is
1: time to go and we'll see you next week. But you better not go too fast.